Welcome to Film Study, an all-American podcast with Lexi. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, all of those things. Today, I have Jen on. Always love having you on, Jen. (laughs) Talk about (laughs) episode five, Can It All Be So Simple? I'm really happy that now I'm like starting to name the episodes, the actual names of the episodes, so I remember anyway yeah let's uh let's get it going so what were your thoughts on the episode surprisingly i i enjoyed it um <laughs> what surprisingly because <laughs> i don't know um i didn't usually enjoy the football stuff but mm. Aaron was well done this episode so i enjoyed the episode it was well written as well i think yeah yeah no i um I agree. I think that it was, like you said, well done, well written. It was giving me, at first I was like kind of not scared, but I was just like, let's just see what it'll be. But I was hoping that it would give me shades of like the season one combine. And it did. I was happy. I was happy about that. Um, And as we know, (laughs) we'll get into Spencer a little bit later. But yeah, it was giving. It it was giving. It was serving. It was serving. I Mm -hmm. I like the episode for sure. Um, But let's start out with uh, like (laughs) patience and then Coop and that whole thing uh, and Layla. So (laughs) patience, patience was dropping some. dropping some vocals in the booth <laughs> she was she was like did i say some of the best music on the show it no i agree i agree i thought she sounded i feel like patience's songs are always good and so anyway everybody was jamming out i was jamming out watching the episode and yeah. Layla and the producer which we always see this producer and he never speaks <laughs> <laughs> That's he true. like literally patience was like i'm gonna come out like i'm gonna come into this uh come into the studio now and uh the producer was just okay bye i'm done here i don't need to be here for this conversation i don't know what that was about but uh yeah we we see patience and layla talk and basically layla invites patience on to tour and she's mm-hmm. just uh a little cautious about going on tour because of everything with Coop and Coop being done with music. And so Layla sort of gives her uh, the whole, you've got 48 hours to get back to me. Right? I feel like it was unnecessary. I I thought the same thing. Number one, there is a couple things that confuse me about this whole thing uh, Mm -hmm. right, right off the bat. Number one was the fact that Patience was signed before Coop. So I'm confused why Patience wouldn't understand how she would be a headliner on a tour because she played bigger stadiums than Coop did. And (laughs) she was signed to a major label. I'm just very (laughs) confused. But but then not everyone is to be a Cooper, like... Coop and Coop, you know, she's showing up, showing up. I'm not even going to go in with you. I'm not even going to, because I forgot you're on your whole, like, Coop troop. You're on your, you're on your whole Coop troop thing. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, my goodness. Anyway, like I said, it was really weird that Patience didn't understand why she would be a headliner. But also, to your point, I 
think too that Layla was doing a bit too much. I don't yeah. think that she knows. And I, I think I've talked about this on other episodes, episode reviews, like earlier this season, that I don't think that she knows how to balance being um, assertive with yeah. still uh, being there for people. And I, I said this when she talked to Coop and, and I it came back up uh, today. Yeah. Um, like her only friend is about to be Asha very soon. <laughs> Which I don't, and we're going to very briefly cover this, but one thing that I also don't get, and this is the last thing on, on Layla, uh, number one, she's done with Coop, but number uh, two, I, I do get why she's done with Coop, but number two, she, I, it feels like the writers are just doing something interesting with her. And I feel like they do this a lot with Asher or whoever is there with Asher. Yeah. She gave very good advice to Asher, right? She told him, you know, you you need to grow up, you need to mature. Mm -hmm. But she also told him that your feelings are valid. And I don't understand why every single character coddles Asher, but we don't get Layla coddling patients. I didn't understand that, and I don't think it makes sense for her character. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, even with Patience and Coop, like, it doesn't make sense that she doesn't understand where they're coming from. Right, right. Um, And even if she does understand, it doesn't make sense why she's being, you know, (laughs) hard, for lack of a better word. Yeah. doesn't understand why she's being difficult like uh if she does understand but yeah so that's 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 on Layla but Patience just spends the episode sort of trying to tell Coop about this tour uh Mm -hmm. she ends up running into Coop (laughs) and in the Crenshaw uh in the Crenshaw high school which why is Coop there anyway but whatever I guess (laughs) we're there to watch the combine everybody was there to watch the combine uh, uh-huh. Liv lets it slip that Patience could be going on tour, which I guess she gave Layla her answer. If Liv is saying, you know, I heard about the tour, I don't understand. But yeah. so it seemed like she gave Layla her answer pretty fairly quickly, but she just didn't tell Coop. And so then it was Coop just be- <laughs> looking stuck. <laughs> no. Looking <laughs> stuck. <laughs> Patience and Liv awkwardly walk away. I'm not going to partake in any coop slander. Oh my god, come on. No. <laughs> I'm on the coop tube. We audience, don't do that. audience, Jen, Jen is putting on a front. Jen is acting brand new. She hates coop. <laughs> you said I'm not going to put on a front. This new Jen is just hilarious. But anyway, Coop was there looking stuck while Patience and Liv dipped after the awkward moment. And why Coop was looking stuck is because she... she Coop just feels... No Coop slander, Lexi. No Coop slander. I'm tired of this Tyrone storyline. Okay. And I think it just seems disjointed all of the time. And everybody else is in a world except for Coop and that's what it felt like seeing Coop 
stand there. She didn't even know how to respond about the tour thing. Even even in the last scene with her impatience, it just seemed like she did not know how to respond because she's separated from every other character. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. care about Tyrone anymore. <laughs> we've, seen, we've dealt with this for um, four seasons now. Why do we have an 11-year-old being the villain and the only person she's a villain to is Coop? Like, it doesn't make sense. I'm sorry. Like, I don't need to be going, like... <laughs> I can look over a lot of things, but this Amina storyline is something that I can't look over because it, again, it, Coop just sounds like a broken record at this, like, at this point. She sounds like a broken record. Why? This little girl is plotting with a PowerPoint on her laptop to, like, kill Coop or something. Like, it doesn't make sense. I don't, yeah, it doesn't. But I, well, good thing is I feel like she's the last of the Tyrone bloodline. So once we <laughs> finish with her, we, we won't see them again. I don't know. I honestly don't know what's going to happen. Maybe she's going to try poison Coop. The way this is going, Kermit, Coop. Yeah, Coop, Coop is still the Grim Reaper of the hood. <laughs> so maybe. I, I don't want I don't want Amita to die, but uh, Coop is still the Grim Reaper of the hood. <laughs> The way they were embarrassing Coop in this episode, I was actually like, why are you bringing up all these things? <laughs> the battle she lost, oh gosh, like, yeah, I just well, love and Coop. Then it, oh my gosh, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, patience, like we've mentioned before, patience is at the end of her rope in this relationship. Um, Obviously, she decides to go on tour, but she invites Coop on tour with her. Yeah. And Coop, again, is just making bad decisions. It's not Coop's job, and I don't understand why she thinks it is, to parent this child. She has a father, and it just, you could see how done Patience was. And for me, like, I'm on the other side of this. I can I can completely understand why Coop might feel the need to be there for Amina because like Preach is her best friend and like she had a hand in Mo dying. So this little girl is just she feels like this girl is a responsibility. And I just I don't know, I wish like patients would would understand a little bit why Coop might feel no, no. to me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why no, because it's not about I can understand why, sure, she had a a, uh, hand or whatever, but Mo was an evil person. Coop is always finding excuses to be in mess, always finding excuses to be in mess. And this was yet another excuse because she was supposed to be staying away from preach anyway, and that didn't Mm -hmm. happen. And so she's just further entrenching herself and preaches problems for no reason. And she has an out. And patients didn't say, we're never coming back and blah, 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 blah. How long is the tour going to be? A couple of weeks? She could have taken off a couple of weeks. Where is preach? <laughs> I mean, it, and so that is why I have, a, I have a problem with it. And you know that you two are having problems and you still, still are not feeling the sense of urgency 
to work on the relationships that you need to work on. And it's the same thing with Spencer last season, right? Not No sense of urgency to do what she needs to do and to, to be with the people that she needs yeah. to actually be with and work on the relationships she actually needs to work on. And here's another thing. And this is the last thing for me, unless you have anything else on the coop trip. <laughs> is I thought it was really odd that um, she told Amina, like it doesn't even seem, you know, Patience said this a little bit ago, but now it feels like it's coming true on screen. Is that they just feel so uh, disconnected because uh, Amina's like asking about Patience's album. Mm-hmm. And even Coop at one point asked about asked two patients about her album as an afterthought, and she she told Amina Coop told Amina oh I don't even know when it's dropping so it's like you don't you're not even concerned about like what's going on with your yeah it just it's a bad it's a bad look and I'm just I'm tired of Tyrone's family I'm tired of Coop being in mess. And I'm I'm just I'm I'm tired of this storyline to be honest. Yeah. I'll just say to finish this off, Coop's heart is in the right place. Oh my gosh! I don't even think you believe that, but I'm gonna let you have it. I'm gonna let you have it. Oh my gosh! Uh, but anyway, speaking of <laughs> patience and, and mm. being awkward in the hallway with Coop. We 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 know that she was awkward because Olivia did not read the room once again. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like sad. I'm like, no, this is becoming a pattern for my sis, and I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> Why do they got her out here like this? But but as far as Olivia in this episode, she uh, her storyline was centered around um, being more involved in in her. Narcotics Anonymous uh, meetings, and we saw Nurse Joy again. Which, oh, quick thing, quick thing. I'm so happy that this was her storyline because I've said that I just want to see Olivia talk about her sobriety on a normal day that doesn't have to be yeah. with Spencer. Mm-hmm. I said that the last time we saw Nurse Joy, and I'm yeah. so happy that we saw that. We saw Olivia on a normal day <laughs> talking about her sobriety, and she was telling this story about re- regaining her family's trust. Um, and we see we've seen that it's really impactful for people in the in the uh, group, and we see Nurse Joy encouraging Liv to be a sponsor for for a young for a young girl in the group. Jen, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I just put those two together. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be interesting talking about this storyline since her name is Jen, but. Jen, what did you think about that storyline? Um, you know, I was, I think I was worried about like Olivia being a sponsor like so soon. Um, but like just looking at Jane and how they approached her character, um, it does make sense that um, Liv would be the one to to sponsor her and help her. But I would like for Nurse Joy to be like an overseer or something like yeah. that. I don't know, just so that the burden doesn't fall on Liv alone, you know, because Jen is obviously a handful. Right, right. Well, and it, I actually, I like Jen's character and I can see the softer side. Like, obviously we saw the rude girl who was, yeah. you know, 
texting on her phone which by the way that really annoyed me because a pet peeve of mine is actually when people <laughs> leave their keyboard clicks on their phone like that noise is like grating to me um <laughs> and so yeah that was wild but so i agree that i would like to see nurse joy still keep an eye on everything um which i think that she will yeah but especially because Olivia herself mentioned in the show she's doing so much she has her podcast which I understand how much of a how much of a time commitment that is uh she is gearing up for her summer internship she's still on her sobriety journey and yeah I I, I don't even think she mentioned this yet but like is she still doing like volunteer work <laughs> she yeah, a lot. She does. yeah she has a lot going on as well as being in a new um, fairly new relationship, right? And still, mm-hmm. uh, still it's in the honeymoon stage and still um, working working towards becoming even uh, more close to Spencer. So it yeah. there's a lot going on in, in, in addition to college. So it, there's a, a thousand different things going on for her. And so, yeah, it hope that this works out and goes well and that it doesn't all come <laughs> crashing down on her. Um, too. Me too, because it does seem like a lot for her. Right, right. Mm. Um, but it, it it was good to see her talking again about her story, which made Nurse Joy cry. She was all like, no, nah, you got to respect my yeah. case. <laughs> <laughs> I know. There's so many funny one-liners. I know. I, I just love that they softened out Nurse Joy in terms of being a sponsor. Since same, same. first introduced her. Yeah, yeah. And again, I just enjoy getting to see the, the softer side of folks, even with Jen, right? It didn't you take know. a whole new episode to see the softer side of Jen. We saw her yeah. talking on the phone, right? And be like, my cousin sucks to <laughs> the combine and be super into football, which by the yeah. way, her play-by-play on the Crenshaw thing, I, we know, we know what happened. We know that Jordan uh attack the defense we know he did a good job we know that crenshaw won we don't need to hear it again. <laughs> apparently we do uh, but and i guess that's so if there were uh two two things um that i didn't appreciate and maybe three but if there were three things i didn't appreciate about this this episode it was mm-hmm. sort of the rehashing of things so right it was the rehashing of coop and um the Coop Tyrone saga mm-hmm. storyline and the rehashing of the Crenshaw thing after that's already been resolved. And then, um, yeah, the, the sort of the rehashing of like coddling Asher. Um, yeah. By the way, in addition to <laughs> the fact that we get so many scenes with Amina and uh, Preach, even though he wasn't in this episode, but we get so much time dedicated to this Amina storyline and, you know, so much time dedicated to what JJ is going through, which we'll talk about in a second. And we haven't seen Simone. <laughs> and we like, and we barely get patience. What's going on in Patience's world? Like we understand, but it was more through the lens of Coop. It wasn't yeah. just her solo. Um, and yeah, and obviously Layla. Like we haven't gotten much with her. Um, so it just those things bother me and I just uh, that's that's a consistent critique that I have with the show is yeah, I want to see more time dedicated to the women and what's going on in their worlds um and I love that we're getting that for the, Olivia um 
But something I did, <laughs> moving from critiques to back to the Olivia storyline, something I did appreciate again was her talking about regaining her fam- uh, family's trust and mm-hmm. that she admitted, because I this is something that we all critiqued right last season, is that we didn't understand her sobriety and why she relapsed and all of that. And for the first time, it seems like they actually spent a good time, like a good amount of time dedicating, dedicated towards explaining why this occurred, right? She said, I wanted to feel seen and it didn't make me feel seen. And now she said this before, but it was, it just didn't, the way that it came out, right? It was overlooked partly because of like how they, how Nurse Joy handled it afterwards, right? And it was just like, oh, that was an excuse, right? (laughs) (laughs) But this time it actually felt like it was a legitimate issue for her. And I hope that they continue to dig into what is going on and, and what, what are her triggers and all of, all of those things, because it felt good to see her issue be stated by her. (laughs) Yes. And not like shut down immediately. Exactly. That, that, that part, (laughs) that part. I have um, a question about like Jen and Olivia in the hallway when she's like, hi, Jen. Um, is that like allowed or um, like if you see like someone from NA, are you allowed to like say hi or is it like supposed to be anonymous where you just see each other in the room and like outside the room you don't really know each other? That's a good question. I, th- I would say it's allowed. Um, I don't think that you... She could tell patients maybe that mm-hmm. it was Jen, right? She just very vaguely mentioned to patients, "Oh, you know, the uh, nurse Joy wants me to sponsor someone," but right, but she didn't say it was a young girl uh, and these types of identifying information. Uh, but if she, they know each other, so I think it's fine to to speak. And it reminded me of when Olivia's old sobriety sister from in season three came up to her afterwards and that was it was outside of the meeting and so i think i think it's fine i think it's as long as it's she's not going around telling people like oh i've met this person in a (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah i think it's i think it's fine okay um but with that being said again what i appreciated about them showing and and dedicating time to na was that i'm starting to see a theme and i'm appreciating it because it's coming through more clearly right that Mm -hmm. about people's mental health issues but specifically what they're struggling with i think it's very clear now that olivia her struggle was feeling seen spencer's struggle feeling valued right Mm -hmm. you know why did he leave me um um Jordan's struggle is feeling regarded. Like, why does nobody see me as great? Uh, Layla's struggle, feeling heard, right? And so we're actually getting these clear themes for the characters in this show. And I really, really appreciate that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then uh, for Simone, I think hers is really identity. Identity outside of, you know, what her mom expects of her and you know, identity outside of what happened to her. So yeah, they were really appreciating those things, those things becoming more clear to, to, to us as the audience. Um, last note on this, 
unrelated. Jen, you know that I'm gonna say this. What in the world was Olivia? <laughs> the hair on point. The makeup on point. What was that dress monstrosity? I couldn't watch the scene. Like I couldn't watch the scene in the beginning because I had to cover my eyes. <laughs> I just in the <laughs> audience. This is this has been a little inside joke for 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 our crew is just like what have they <laughs> after episode 10 of last season olivia's outfits have been up and down and they've never shot i'm just so confused because they've showed her being edgy but cute and now it's just what is this <laughs> Bring back the high-waisted pants. Bring back the blazers. Bring back the rock tees. Like, what is this? For me, it was the, like, what was lifted up on the other leg and, like, like folded up. bothers me. And I know people have, like, critiques about Spencer wearing hoodies all the time. At least those hoodies are plain. Like, it... <laughs> I don't know what the workshop department was thinking with that. I no, don't know so what. And it, truly, it's like if it's not the hair and the makeup, then it's the outfit. And if it's not, yeah. if it's not the outfit, it's the hair and the makeup. And I just don't understand yeah. what is going wrong. <laughs> I don't understand where the disconnect is. But I'm sorry, I did. Yeah, that was just, uh, someone. Just, someone deserves like. Someone deserves like a pay cut or something for that outfit alone because no, somebody said it's not okay. Um, with that being said, you know whose look I really appreciate it? Patience's, especially the booth. Her yeah. hair, I love when they do her hair like that. Her hair is always yeah. on point, but I absolutely love when they when they style her hair that way. It looks it looked amazing. Mm. Um, but yes, anyway, Olivia eventually becomes a sponsor after talking to Spencer. We'll get to their talk in a second. But, um, I don't know why I always laugh when I feel like I have a good transition. <laughs> you know who Olivia <laughs> has not talked to in a while, which we love? Yes, we do. Asher. <laughs> Keep that man away from her. Keep that man away from her. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. That's all we need to cover on Asher, right? <laughs> okay, I'm kidding though. No. Uh, but yeah, no, they haven't seen each other in a while. I, I actually feel like the the girls and guys have there's there's not been a lot of group things apart from like football scenes and and the um the birthday party uh but yeah, oh, yeah. there's been less group scenes especially because they're still um <laughs> still ba- they're still juggling two different high schools right it was interesting to see billy billy calling over the beverly people what was that about where <laughs> <laughs> is montez <laughs> but billy calls over the beverly people and, um, you know, organizes this whole combine for them, which was nice. It was good to see yeah. Billy actually being a good coach, right? Yeah. But he organizes a com- combine for, in quotation marks, all of the players. But really, I think it was for Spencer <laughs> to generate <laughs> uh, Because Spencer was just trying to figure out um, 
his whole deal with Toledo and Toledo didn't want to let him out of his commitment. Um, Laura was about to go in on the coach and we did not get to see them. (laughs) But Laura had a whole plan. Spencer wasn't trying to hear nothing from the adults. He was back to, I think, I think Kendra might've appreciated (laughs) that our friend Kendra, because she's been wanting to see hothead Spencer back. Uh, But yeah, Spencer wasn't trying to hear any of it, but Billy was sort of working behind the scenes to organize this combine. Um, and all of the all of the guys were excited about it. They were so hyped mm-hmm. to have it because for some reason, none of them have offers. <laughs> um, and we, we spend a lot of time, rightfully so, talking about how it's weird that Spencer doesn't have these offers. But it's also weird that everybody else. I know, like, Asher is the only one with an offer. Like... Asher was the only, Asher and Cam, the only two somehow oh, yeah. that had an offer before apparently this combine. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Truly doesn't make any sense. Uh, but yeah, so uh, they they organize that it's a uh, it's a good time. Again, I I don't want to spend too much on this time. JJ is still being sort of just egotistical him and wants to uh, play QB for the combine. Uh, it doesn't work. Asher gives him advice, says play linebacker. Like how many linebackers are there on a field at any given time? Um, It honestly depends on the formation a defense runs, but okay. because there's inside linebackers, there's outside linebackers. I'm not exactly sure which. Okay. Which. AJ is um but yeah linebackers are important to defense that's all you like that's it and okay. you quite you need quite a few um so okay. yeah so there's a, there's a good number um because yeah. i think there's okay. what is it 11 11 players on the field 11 defensive players on the field at least that's for nfl i think mm-hmm. um so anyway yes it, they're they're very necessary uh key key people t- to the defense yeah. um but yeah so <laughs> asher encourages jj after uh, before and after JJ bombs and being QB uh, <laughs> to play linebacker, <laughs> and he obviously fails at being a quarterback. Cut the cameras. <laughs> I know. It took I me back to, to patience, and right. should I stop recording? Like <laughs> that's what it took me back to. Right. Um. <laughs> so. So he fails, and then he switches to a, a linebacker, and you know gets it gets an offer, which used to be Asher's offer, and then he <laughs> is immediately upset about it, and then blah blah blah. We already know Layla talks to him; he apologizes, and he's one step closer to being a coach. Let's just get him on. Let's just have him realize I that know. he's a coach. <laughs> I know it's taking too long. Dance. We've been doing this day. <laughs> It's, like, it's unnecessary at this point. Like, just it make is. Be a coach. Like, just become a coach. That's it. <laughs> just become or a, a rapper. Like, choose one: right. a coach or a rapper. <laughs> Don't you dare shade Cody like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm about me shading Cody. <laughs> Don't come for Cody. <laughs> I just want the, the duet to come out. Anyways, we can move on. Oh my goodness! So Actually, anyway, that was that was that that was all resolved. But to get back to the combine, um, everybody did really good. It was very surprising that uh, first of all we didn't see more of Chris at the combine, and second oh, of all that Chris doesn't have an offer. That doesn't make sense to me. 
Ah, me too. Me too, but... I guess it, because he led his America. team to cha- cha- championships uh, yeah. last last season, and he's a really great uh, QB, and we know that he's has been a better QB than Jordan. Yeah. Um, which I still think Jordan is a like he's a decent quarterback. Jordan is a really good quarterback. He's worked hard, uh, mm-hmm. so he's been good because Jordan led the, you know the Eagles or whatever to a championship. Mm-hmm. Um, so. <laughs> Both of them are really good players. Uh, everybody does really well. Everybody, except for Jordan, ends up getting some sort of offer. Um, it was really cute to see both Jordan and Chris throwing to uh, throwing to Spencer. I know. It was adorable. I liked it. It was really cute. Yeah, it was really cute. Um, but, you know, even after the combine went well for everyone, especially Spencer, who got three at first offers, ended up with four um mm-hmm. he was still being a sad sack <laughs> he was uh you know he started the day just being annoyed with the with the um with billy and Laura. not not necessarily annoyed with the adults but like just frustrated uh which yeah. is understandable because he's uh he's a kid right um and then we saw him reading comments from the internet which was interesting <laughs> because Y'all already know how I feel about 313. (laughs) We won't go there. (laughs) I would just leave it at that. (laughs) Um, And then even though he got three offers, right? And he said, this is the most offers I've ever gotten. He's still frustrated because of this Toledo situation, even though it's been being worked on. And so he... He was definitely in his feelings, and it took until his conversation with Olivia to realize that he wasn't necessarily upset about this whole thing for Toledo. Like, right, right, it caused stress. But what was really um, getting to him was the fact that Dante wasn't the coach anymore, and it reminded him of his dad. Okay, here's my thing with that. Like, yeah, go ahead. I get, I get his issues and his triggers and everything like that. But when did Dante become so important to Spencer for right. it to be like he's triggering all these things in him? And that was confusing for me. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I think more than I. Th- I feel like Dante was the the tip of the iceberg for Spencer. I think deeper than that is that we've already seen, you know, him and Billy having this moment, right? Where mm-hmm. they're admitting that they appreciate having been in each other's lives. And before that, we know that Billy was icing him out. And so just for the whole past few months, even though his relationship with Billy is back on track, which... Billy did good this episode, but I'm still. Where's the apology? <laughs> no. okay. not, not too much on Billy now. Not too much on Billy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> sure. I like. I said Billy did really well this episode, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Uh, oh, even though his, stuff. even though his, right, even though his uh, relationship with with Billy is back on track. He's still going through this transition where he's okay. going 
to college and he's leaving all of these people. And so Dante was just representative of somebody that made him feel comfortable. Um, it made him feel like safe, made him feel excited to go to this program. And so losing mm -hmm. that was like, what's gonna, what's gonna happen when I'm in college? What's, <laughs> yeah. what are the relationships okay. that I'm going to develop? It reminded me very much of how he reacted when he didn't want to tie his dad or he didn't want to surpass his dad's record last season. Okay. Football is so deeply meaningful to Spencer in relation to his dad. So when it comes to football, those I feel like those things just trigger him more than than something else would. No, okay, okay, makes sense. And, and not to mention that that uh, Coach Boone, which he's not an uncle, he's a coach. <laughs> coach Boone, the new coach that we're getting, is reminded him of his dad and had all of these fun stories and so it's how much more so is his dad at the top of his his mind um so yeah it, it i feel like it was a lot of things at once and dante was just the the tip of the iceberg but right but it was interesting to see like you said like dante really we didn't get to see that huge connection that they had but um it was nice that Boone came to Spencer, right? Offer, gave him mm -hmm. his fourth offer. And here's what I think really sold Spencer on Golden Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> the name of <laughs> The writers drove past the McDonald's and said, <laughs> 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 this is a great name for a college. Golden Arch, Golden a Los Angeles, Golden Angeles. I got it. <laughs> what, what name is that? Anyway, so I think why he settled on Golden Angeles was because Coach Boone not only had this relationship with his dad and knew his dad and they had a good chat, mm -hmm. it was also because he said, I'm totally fine if you. If you have to sit out a year, you're worth the wait. Yeah. I like that he said that. Yeah, because that's what Spencer was worried about. He said, yeah. are they going to wait for this whole thing to, like, none of these colleges are going to wait for this thing to blow over. And what am I going to do? Yeah. yeah. And I actually thought after he said that, like, it was going to be, like, he was going to be like, okay, you sold me, but... You know, we have to wait a bit longer for that. But. Right, right, mm. right. And then it, it was pretty much a done deal, even though he didn't say it in the moment because <laughs> Jordan was celebrating. Uh, Jordan got an offer, which, by the way, we knew. I don't, this comes as a shock to no one, right? There's no um, way they could have Jordan and Spencer going to two different schools. So we knew that Jordan was going to get some uh, sort of walk on okay. offer, and he ended up getting it. Oh, what, what were you going to say? Was it a shock to you? It was because I thought I really did think that Jordan was gonna be on like the comeback road as long uh, with Coop because I thought Coop and Jordan were gonna be on the comeback road, but I guess it's just Coop who's about to do the comeback. I think it's Coop yeah. and Asher. I think those two are the people that are going on this comeback road. So I think unfortunately we're gonna see more of Asher not realizing that he wants to be a coach because <laughs> I oh, just no, want okay. the storyline to be. Um, speed up a little bit but yeah, yeah. i think the, i think you're along along right lines i just think it'll be coop and asher or the people there 
comeback or whatever. Um, and so, yes, yes, Jordan got an offer. Happy for him, and I think I think he deserves the offer. I don't think yeah, Jordan is not a trash quarterback. He's a really mm-hmm. good quarterback. There are quarterbacks that are better than him, namely Chris. <laughs> Jordan is not a trash quarterback he's put in a lot of work um he's put in a lot of work to be better and he has gotten better um and so that was good so I think it's a done deal once he once he heard that like he was already listening to live and being like okay I do have I do I am vibing with coach Bowen. like I can do this um and that talked up him out a lot. And that, yeah, I think the final, final little sort of the bow on top was the fact that Jordan is going to be there as well. Um, even though we did not hear that in this episode, that's purely speculation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, it's good. So we know what's going on with the guys real quick, real quick on Billy. And we mentioned that he did really well. Not him threatening the coach with cancel culture. I know. You know, I, I actually like. <laughs> no, go ahead. I I like that because um, it it wrapped up the story in a way that not even people who don't watch football could understand. So like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, it it makes sense. It wasn't just like some because um, I thought we were going to find some like magical loophole like Laura, which would have been good, right? Because we love Laura. Right. But I I just, I, I liked being able to understand what's going on with the football stuff. Right. I liked Billy stepping up and doing something, even though I would have liked to see Laura also do something. I liked <laughs> Billy actually being useful and like making things happen for Spencer. I love that. Um uh, the reason why I thought it was interesting that they chose cancel culture is because I feel like every single TV show right now <laughs> is, <laughs> just, is finding some way to work in cancel culture. Network network executives must be like, this is something that we should talk about on every <laughs> single show because people are finding a way to weave in cancel culture, um, which could talk about that forever but um yeah i just thought it was funny and i was just like here it is coming to all american (laughs) um but yeah it was really really interesting because in the way that they brought it up i agree because you know he was talking about holding a player against their will and um just that has so many implications for further uh storylines about how people really look at football players as commodities especially Uh owners when you get to the nfl Obviously, like the NCAA, they just recently changed rules about being able to get paid. And so it, it, I, I really liked that. And I could, can see just how this storyline will come back up again in later episodes. Um, yeah, so I liked it. Um, yeah. And we got to almost right we got to almost end the episode on spencer and olivia (laughs) (laughs) but again appreciating that they've been doing their separate things and then just coming back to each other and that little massage (laughs) i know it it caught me off guard because i was just like we're not gonna get spencer and olivia i'm just gonna see them downstairs or whatever and then he's shirtless i'm like what's going on (laughs) i know i was like Are they still downstairs? And then we heard that they were downstairs. And I'm like, oh, no. bold. 
Sold. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I appreciated the scene and I understand why he has so many wives right now. But yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah. I appreciated the scene. I thought it was funnier that they did that while everybody was downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Spencer uh threw on that shirt and hoodie real quick uh, <laughs> to go down them stairs. Would it be interesting if they had gone downstairs shirtless? Like Right, but... right. Right. It was funny. But yeah, it was it was really cute to see again that the the guys at least for the most part have are starting to have their um college uh college career look a little bit more clear um and what they're gonna do and where they're gonna go now can we get that for the women please (laughs) yes please yeah (laughs) because and i think um yeah we're gonna get to predictions in a bit i i'm sure it's coming up soon but again like like i said at the top we have all of this time dedicated to the the guys and football and rightfully show because it's a it's a sports drama. But mm-hmm. can we please take away the Amina story? <laughs> <laughs> Dedicate that to what Olivia, what um patience, right? Patience is a senior too. What yeah. um like there's just so many things. Layla, uh Simone, like we haven't seen Simone in eight. Where is Kia? All of these people we have not heard from or heard specifically about what they're going to do for college or whether they choose to go to college or not. I just want to hear about it, Um, even though I think most of them, if not all, are going to go to college. Um, So, yeah, I just I I like that we resolved that for the the guys. And I just want to see Mm -hmm. for the the girls as well. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Stay tuned for our predictions. Thanks for watching slash listening. <laughs>